content warning. This podcast contains coarse language and cheeky themes. So if you've got kids in the car, colleagues in the office, or a nonna in the kitchen, chuck some headphones in. Who the bloody hell are we? Conversations about immigration and culture in Australia with your hosts, Mel and Sonia. Hello, listeners, and welcome to our very first episode of Season 3. Thanks for listening. I'm Sonia Diorio, and joining me for Season 3 is my same beautiful co-host, <laughs> Melissa Viola. Hi. Ciao, baby. Welcome back. Going? Season 3. I'm yes. okay, thank you. We are back in isolation. Uh, Victoria, the beautiful state that we live in, uh, not all of it has been shut down, just the metro of Melbourne. And so we are now recording separately. Um, and I somehow started a small face mask business since we've last <laughs> seen each other, which was not my intention, but it has taken over, I would say, oof, like 80% of my my day now. So oh, look out. Your, your nonna would be proud, all that sewing. Yeah. The hustling. Yep. It's very the true. Hustling. I thought about that the other day. I was like, yeah, Nonna would be proud. Uh, finally using the skills that she expected for a husband. Now I'm being, <laughs> I'm enterprising. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's hard. It's hard times, but I'm happy to be back. Happy to be chatting about culture. Happy to be with you, gorgeous gal, even though oh. we're technically not together. Yeah. We're together in spirit. Yeah. Um, spirits. Oh, that's a good way to start. No. <laughs> good way to segue in. I don't know. One thing that we wanted to look into today was superstition mm. because uh, growing up we've come across many Italian superstitions and, um, yeah, we thought it would be interesting to delve into. Um, is there anything in particular you remember growing up that stands out? It's very funny. Superstitious natures do not run in my families either mm. of my parents mm. and I mean I definitely understand superstitions as an Italian thing and they were always like uh, kind of adjacent to what was going on in our lives um, yes. and I have a lot of Italian friends who would tell me things that their nonna would say and I always thought it was really funny because none of my grandparents were really superstitious but in the last few weeks since we've discussed that we were going to do this as an episode I've kind of wanted to kind of figure out why and uh, they they weren't superstitious. Was there a particular reason? Was it just a personality thing or was it from the area that uh, my grandparents were all from? Um, and I spoke to my aunt and I spoke to my parents and I kind of, the general consensus was that it's a very, it's not very much a Northern thing to be very mm -hmm. superstitious. It's not in the culture up there considering, you know, all the different regions are so separate and especially the North to the South, even though Italy is such a tiny country and probably fits into like Victoria or like maybe a tiny bit of New South mm -hmm. Wales. Like it's such a small amount of land, but the culture is so vastly different all over. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's not necessarily something that Northerners, uh, uh, believe in um, and also all four of my grandparents were very um, rational um, practical people my nono my mum's dad was very no nonsense actually didn't really believe in the church always would say the two things wow. in this world that are bullshit is religion and the monarchy he was very wow. like I don't know he was uh, very left-leaning I guess but wouldn't have what? ever said that mm. yeah so my mom's parents were not very religious and especially her dad was very like didn't believe in church and mm, um, didn't believe in the he thought it was you know kind of and I guess yeah uh what's the word corrupt 
especially in Italy. Yep. Um, yeah. And yeah. hated the monarchy since moving to Australia. And like, you know, there's a lot of evidence why an Italian would hate the monarchy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then my dad's dad was a very philosophical man, um, read a lot, listened to the opera. And I think they were, my dad's parents were religious but to a point, like they could always question when religion was maybe pushing it too far. So they had faith and they believed in God, but it was never, you know, when sometimes when the Pope would come out and say things that were kind of a bit questionable, they they could question it. They weren't devout, um, mm. you know, they weren't fundamentalists by any means. And I don't know, I guess if if the culture's not there to, be, to have these superstitions and then on top of it, they're not very religious people. Um, yeah, I think that's kind of where it's kind of trickled down in my life. Although I yeah. kind of think I'm a little bit superstitious. Yeah, me too. I mean, my mum says she's not at all. And so when I spoke to her, she's like, oh, you know, I've heard of some, but I'm not, I'm not a superstitious person. But there are certain things that I think <laughs> that she'd be like, oh, no, 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 you can't do that because of... Like what? What's an know, example of something that she would be like, nah? Oh, well, I think that, um, yeah, something we mentioned in our bonus episode with Ivan, um, our second bonus episode for our Patreon listeners, we'll hear about some superstitions linked to food. So if you want to hear all about that, sign up. (laughs) 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 Um, But I think um, that there are probably like things like subconsciously that they do Mm. that's from superstition like she she knows that spilling oil is bad luck yeah she'll say that yeah spilling oil is bad luck and i think yeah a lot of these superstitious superstitions and not necessarily from my parents at all but Mm. just being around italian community um and Italian people, I feel like they are quite superstitious. Like there's always something coming up like, oh, you can't do that on a Friday or that's bad luck or that's good luck or something Mm. like that. Um, And I've been reading a lot about this and uh, researching more and there's just like many things that um, are either give you good luck or give you bad luck. Yes. And some of them I can understand where they come from. And then Mm. there are other things where I'm like, that's just batshit insane. Like I love this obviously has stemmed from a place of like a lack of education, you know, like an ignorance. And then it's just continued on in the world where we are in a modern society, we're educated, you know, we're, you know, the internet exists. We have so much info and it's now just inherently a cultural thing. Yeah, you know, trying to make sense of the world when you don't have as much knowledge as we do now. And so something that I came across was, yeah, spilling olive oil is bad luck Mm. and it will bring you misfortune. And apparently you're supposed to put a bit of oil behind your ears to remedy that. Yeah, well, it's the same thing about like salt over the shoulder, right? You know, yeah, if you yeah, spill the right. oil right behind your ears. I think I, I read up on one that I thought was really, I'd never heard it before. And I was wondering if you'd heard of it because it was really bizarre. Yep. And I was like, like, we need more reasons for our Italian relatives to be shitty with us for being single. Um, I read that single people shouldn't sit at the corner of a dinner table because it's, that's a bad <laughs> position and it means they'll never marry if they're sitting oh on the corner God. of the it, But also abs- like, who's at that table? It's probably just your family. Like, who the fuck are you trying? 
trying to like schmooze at the dinner yeah, table. Yeah, yeah. Well, you could get married to a distant cousin. <laughs> <laughs> but I read that and I was like, God, like we need another thing for Nonna to complain about not being now, married yet. Did it say single people or single women? No, it said single men and women who sit at these positions ah. will never marry. Never marry. That's so so intense because another one that I found that came up quite a bit was that um it's bad luck to sweep the feet of a single woman oh what does so that mean, if someone's sweep the sweeping they'll oh. ask you to lift your feet so they can sweep underneath but if the the sweeping like the brush of the broom touches like the toes of a single woman then she is doomed to never marry. Whoa. That's <laughs> – Which is the greatest doom an Italian person can give it's to true. you. It's, considering it's that the biggest demon very, you can carry with you. Very obsessed That's with so, marriage. I really wonder where that comes from. Like is it just an excuse? Yeah, like, uh, I don't know. fucking – Poor Maria over here. She's never going to get married. And you know what? My, you know, my wife, she swept her feet. She's doomed. Like baby yeah. girl's probably doomed anyway because you guys are pushing how did so they, hard. How did they link that together? It's bizarre. Know. But it's I'm like, bizarre. I've been, um, ever since I read that, I've been passing a broom on the top of my feet every <laughs> time. <laughs> You're an animal that's Please crazy. come true. <laughs> but like some of these things, like I read one that was like, you're not supposed to place a hat on a bed yes and I, when I was when I read that I was like one I've never heard of that but two what the hell does that even mean but then when I read into it it kind of made sense did you did you figure out what it what it was linked to well it was linked to death from yes. what I saw yeah yes because so, the clergymen would come and give you the last rites and they would put the hat their hat on the bed on the bed but yeah. I was like so don't okay. put your hat on the bed. Um, and some mm. some of the um, articles I read said that, yeah, it signified death and specifically the death of the person whose house you are at. Okay. Okay. Mm. So That's now interesting. So I'm where do you put your hat? Anywhere. Anywhere else. <laughs> anywhere else <laughs> on the floor. Um, yeah, and like... I've never thought of that before. Now knowing that, I'll be interested to see if I like if I put a hat on my bed and like. Are you gonna I'm, now I'm suddenly implement person, all of these things? <laughs> I might. I might just like subconsciously like. I don't know. It might soak well, in. My mum says she's not a superstitious person, but she if if you say something you know like if you say something bad and then you knock on wood or like you're talking about something yeah. dark and you knock yeah. on wood my mum says touch your nose touch your bum no, she ah. says touch your nose touch your ass I can't remember what it is in Italian but she says that because my nonna used to say that too and she will you just see her t- tap her nose and just tap her bum and it's the same thing it's like That's knock on wood but it's, but it's so bizarre I, I don't think well, she actually I mean, believes something bad will happen but it's just like ingrained in her to just do it I mean, it's bizarre, but I mean, that's the basis of the superstitions yeah. <laughs> in general. That's why it makes such a fascinating conversation. Yeah. Um, I did see that um, instead of knocking on wood, uh, Italians say tocca ferro, which is mm. touch iron or knock on iron, iron instead. Yeah. And that some of them, 
even carry a nail in their pocket so you've got something to knock on. I was going to so, say, Son, if I told you right now to knock mm. on iron, where would you go? I don't know. Yeah, right. I I'm, don't know yeah. about properties of um, – <laughs> I know my desk is definitely wood, but <laughs> what is iron? You know, is it I this microphone? I am sitting in my workspace and I have mm. a physical iron. So I'm going to assume oh. – there's iron on the plate there. But yeah, that's yeah, also yeah. like when am I going to walk around with an electric work. iron all the time? Um, yeah, it's interesting. Not sure where that one comes from. but no, yeah. me neither. So bizarre. Um, another one is uh, not wishing people good luck yeah. but instead saying in boca lupo, which yeah. means in the mouth of the wolf. Mm. Does that come from like um, Rome? Like the... The Birth of Rome, do you think? Ooh, I'm not too Remus sure. Remus and Regulus, is that what they're called? Oh, my God, is that? Romulus no, and Remus. Oh, my God. You know who <laughs> Remus and Regulus are? They're <laughs> Harry Potter characters. Oh, my God, that's so oh embarrassing. God. They no, are. Okay. They're Harry Potter characters. Kill me. Oh, God. Um. So, yeah, you're supposed to say in the mouth of the wolf. So you're telling someone to jump in the wolf's mouth? Like It's like break a leg. Yeah, yeah. And the other person says, may it die. Yeah. So go into the wolf's mouth and then may it die instead of saying good luck because good Mm. luck is bad luck. It's bad luck, yeah, which is (laughs) But, yeah, it's like like in theatre you say break a leg or um, Mm. chookers so you don't jinx it by wishing someone a good luck. Yeah, it's just very interesting to tell someone to get into the mouth of a wolf. For good luck. Jump in, baby. Jump in. I misinterpreted it growing up. I thought it meant um, like chase the wolf or something like that. Oh, that's very romantic. Yeah, like go for it, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But it actually means (laughs) get in the wolf's mouth. (laughs) Uh, I remember in high school learning o una fame do lupo, which means like I have hunger like a wolf, hungry like the wolf. And I remember learning that phrase and then inserting it into all of my essays. Mm. So I'd be like, you know, you're in school, you've got to write essays about things. And I'd be like... I went to the shops today. I went to the shops today because I was hungry like a wolf and I bought myself some pancetta. You know, like terrible Italian but had this like super over dramatic phrase in it just because it was so much fun to say. I remember wolves coming up a lot Yeah, growing up Italian. Oh, yeah. Like I don't know if this is a general thing that kids grow up with but I remember so much talk of wolves. Like, yeah, in bocca lupo or fame da lupo um, don't go outside, the lupo will get you, all these kind of things. I think it's a Roman thing. I think it has to stem from that, surely. But also maybe it's like Little Red Riding Hood, wolves. It's all very yeah, childish. Yeah, Mate, yeah. Don't look too. don't look into the, the wolf's mouth, you know. <laughs> um, so <laughs> were there any others that stuck out to you? Yes. So mm. when we spoke... We spoke about this also in the bonus ep, guys. Double plug. Take it. Take a hint. Um, we also spoke about the weird, the weird period superstitions that are out there. Mm. Um, and from what I've done, I, I, I've done some research, and there are lots of weird period superstitions in lots of different um, cultures. But you know, it always has to do with food. You know, like dough mm. not rising. Everything you cook will be a disaster. But then I also saw that there was you shouldn't go to the beach. 
On your you period. shouldn't go in a pool. I mean, those things I understand, like a pre-tampon world maybe, sure. But also like the weirder ones. Like Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, like bleeding, water, you know, like, okay, Tracked sure. But, th- but I get it, you know, that's a good excuse, swimming carnival, no one, you know, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, I get it. But then there was like, you can't touch plants. When you've you got your period. No. Yeah, when you've got your period. Supposedly you'll kill the plants. And this is the one, I spoke to my Zia about this last night. She said, you're not supposed to hold a newborn baby when you're on your when period. When you've got your period. What? Which I was like, that's weird because like surely that's good luck because periods mean babies. You know, like they're linked together. Like surely it could yeah. only be a good thing. Like well, you they should can hold mean, newborn period. They sort babies. of mean not babies. Um, but yeah, sure, but <laughs> depending it, on you need your period to get a baby. Now, what? Why did your Zia said say this? Like, what does it stem from? Did she hear it growing up? I think people in her life just said it. Like, I don't think she believed mm-hmm. it, but like she had friends who wouldn't hold right. babies when they're on their periods. Yeah, otherwise it's bad luck or something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe That's you're like, not going to have a baby. Who knows? I don't know where it stems from. I'd never heard of it before, but yeah, yeah. Um, Do you have any other weird ones that you found? Yeah, well, and the, these are all, what we've said so far is all about bad luck. That this ah. one is about getting good luck. So apparently, mm-hmm. if you eat lentils on New Year's Eve, it will bring you good luck. Yes. So we should do that. I mean, yeah, I eat lentils all the time. Shouldn't it always bring me good I luck? I do. I mean, I've never really considered it a New Year's special occasion meal. No. If anything, it's like the op- like it doesn't even sound like it's not yeah. a fun It's like a midweek meal. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> like, right. Like, I'm tired. Ooh. I can't be bothered. Chuck in some lentils. We've um, gotten to the d- end of the year. How are we going to reward ourselves? Legumes. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe some what, um, beans on the side. <laughs> do, do they represent anything? Like I can't even think of well, an example. Well, um, from what I've read, it's believed to bring good fortune for the following year and for the year to be more financially successful than the past one. And it's said to have begun in Roman times when bags of lentils were given at New Year's as a gift as a good omen for the beginning okay. of the year. And the shape of them is reminiscent of a coin. Okay, that's cute. I like that. What a gift. <laughs> well, yeah, then it was a gift. That's cool. Yeah. I, I, I honestly would not, if someone gave me a bag of lentils, I would be really happy. As <laughs> <laughs> if good. I get that from for Christmas, like, <laughs> as silly as that may sound, but <laughs> that's nice. I love lentils. That's um, very cute. Yeah, so apparently you eat them on New Year's Eve. It's good luck financially. I might try that. Look, we need all the help we can get. So what yes. the hell? Why not? Yes, 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 yes. Well, I mean, I can get behind legumes, like you said. And, you know, everyone needs a little bit more uh, fiber and a little bit more protein. Or I don't know. What What do you even get out of legumes? I just know that my dietitian friend's always telling me to eat them. So oh, I do what she says. But... This is one that I definitely can't get behind. Like we, I think we can endorse all of these things because they're harmless, whatever. Mm. But one thing. Good for your health. Good for Vitality, your health. Or, you know, like, yeah. yeah. One so thing it means that like, I, wanted, <laughs> I feel sorry. like, okay, eating legume, eating lentils on New Year's Eve, it like signifies a more financially prosperous new year and um, a better bowel movements. 
for yeah. years. <laughs> also, financially prosperous because they're cheap and you didn't spend your New Year's on <laughs> yeah, well, a very expensive meal. That makes a meal. lot of sense. You know, yeah. you've, you've saved your money just that yeah. way. One yeah. thing I cannot get behind is a an Italian superstition of um, – Oh God! It's the only way to really say is um, crotch grabbing. I guess is is a good phrase. Grabbing one's groin, genitals, um, genitalia. I mean, it's yeah, it's it's a cupping action. You hopefully, almost definitely through clothes. Just yeah. But it's uh, to ward off bad luck. Uh, it's kind of like crossing your fingers. Um, mm. Io mi tocco. I, I touch. Myself, oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> is, yeah, I touch my is basically the uh, the translation. Io mm. mi tocco, um, and Italian men, yeah, just touch, just touch their bits gently to ward off bad luck. Yeah, How do you feel I, about I that, did Sonia? read that. Um, well, not great, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I, I read that uh, in particular if they saw an empty hearse go by. Mm-hmm. It was bad luck. And yeah. so to ward off that bad luck, they would grab their genitals. Mm-hmm. And apparently um, women would grab a breast to ward Whoa, off Whoa, I didn't hear that. Yeah, I could get so behind that, that's grabbing part a of it too. Well, I mean, the thing is like the superstition is like you you grab your genitals for men to ward off bad luck or you grab your breast for women. But you just never really see women doing it. You just always Mm-mm. see men grabbing their crotch. Oh, yeah. So, and I guess, yeah. Like, I guess it, it stems from wanting to shield um, your most valued asset, uh, yeah. in theory, the future of your loins. But let's get real. It's just, you know, men loving their bits, which, you yeah, know, yeah. love yourself. I'm all for that. But just, like, don't do it in public. And uh, the High Court of Italy also agreed that you should just, you know, keep it to yourself, keep it in the home. 2008, they um, they made it illegal and they said that yes. it was um, offensive yes. behaviour and it was a criminal offence to touch your groin in the public. Like, God, 2008 is too late, Italy. <laughs> like, I love that you did it, but, like, you waited a long time. Yeah, exactly. So the superstition can no longer be uh, be done. Well, no. Well, not I in mean, public. Not in public. I'm not saying no. that no one does it, but um, <sighs> the High Court ruled it as a criminal offence for Italian yeah. men to touch their genitals in public. And yes, but in 2006, the, a guy got fined for it, um, but he only got fined 200 euro in a workplace. So someone had obviously made a complaint that he kept touching his groin. It went to court and then 200, <laughs> 200 euro. Are you fucked in the head? That's a parking fine. 200 yeah, euro. Mean, yeah. And I mean, he was in his workplace. I mean, how many hearses are driving past his workplace? <laughs> You Does don't he know work at a funeral home? <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah. But, yeah, apparently it was this man from Como and he was, yeah, ostentatiously touching his genitals through his clothing. Yuck. Fucking yeah. slap um, a bigger fine on that plus. Yeah. So they can't do it anymore. I mean, I'm not no. saying that it doesn't get done. Supposedly, it's pre it's pre Christian Roman era. That's at least where it stems back to. But in modern times, it's kind of uh, from what I've seen online, it's progressed into not necessarily warding off bad luck, but almost uh, asking for good luck. So it then ended up changing into a modern thing, where it's like if you're gambling or if you wanted something to happen, you'd grab your crotch for good luck. And it's like just fuck off, just don't touch ah. yourself, just yeah. Well, I I've just seen hope that, and pray. Yeah, it was. 
It was as well as when an empty hearse passes, if someone's discussing an illness or a disaster, if they're talking about it, um, then men would also grab their crotch. And um, I get that. That's like my mom so touching her nose and her butt. Like I get it. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure yeah. if my mom was at work, she wouldn't be like <laughs> oh, grabbing her touch my butt. And also it's a it's like a it's a touch of the butt. It's not like grabbing a the grab. butt. You don't yeah. grab your ass. Yeah. I wonder why it came first, like the superstition or the crotch grabbing and then they just made an excuse for their crotch grabbing. I don't want to get sick and die. (laughs) I will admit I don't – I honestly don't remember seeing this. I mean I see people adjust and that annoys me or scratch and I'm like, ugh, grow up. Just like figure out how to do it like subtly. um, But I don't really remember ever seeing anyone do this. No, I, I mean, I've seen it in films, like Italian mm. men in films, you know, they're mm-hmm. like, Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> grab their crotch, they're like, oh. Yeah. Um, but uh, the first I heard of it via superstition was seeing an article about it getting banned. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> about this high court ruling. Um, imagine that just going before yeah. the courts. <laughs> oh, it is just insane to me. 2008, I was like, oh God, I was an, I was basically an adult then. Like that's frightening. Yeah. Um, but I guess it stems from all these weird mystical superstitions and it, it all, it all ends up coming back to the evil eye, right? Like <laughs> you're trying to ward off the bad juju. What is bad juju in Italy? It's the evil eye. Yeah, I mean, it's their biggest superstition I remember growing up and it basically, yeah, everyone sort of knows about it. So it's not just an Italian superstition. Um, many countries believe in it, but it is quite prevalent in Italy and for mm-hmm. Italians and most people know about it. And um, the Italian name for it is the Malocchio which translates to mal or your bad eye or evil mm-hmm. eye. And basically if you have the curse, it causes you to have unluckiness and can lead you to being very clumsy, can having pain, having headaches, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And Overall um, bad times. Yeah, and, but it's a curse cast on someone by someone else. Mm-hmm. who is jealous or envious, right? Yeah, of course. Why else so, would you curse someone? Yeah, exactly. Um, but apparently the origins date back for the Italian superstition to ancient Greeks and Romans. They be- believed in the negative power of envy and that that can cause an enormous amount of bad luck. And... So that has continued. It's very mm. strong still today. Yeah, it's very pagany, which I think is really interesting that all of these like pagan ideas and mystical ideas continue on in a country that is run by the Catholic Church. Like the Catholic Church, you know, the Mecca, quote unquote, which is probably the wrong word to use for yeah. Catholicism is the Vatican. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's really interesting that this idea is prevalent in a country where, you know, God doesn't believe in magic. God doesn't allow magic, but uh, the evil eye is is real. I remember asking my mum about the evil eye and she was like, you're Catholic, you can't believe in that. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Because I feel like it is. But like we didn't believe in anything in the north. 
So yeah, yeah. <laughs> we it's, believe in polenta. Yeah, great. Um, <laughs> that's a very good belief. Um, <laughs> but that's that's like a p- polenta. You know, the proof is in the pudding. You can see the polenta. <laughs> <laughs> if you eat it, it gives you good luck because you're full. <laughs> um, but I think that um, it is tied to Catholicism in a way because to get rid of it, you need to say a certain prayer. Uh-huh. There's a few things to do to get rid of it, right? I've seen people um, doing a prayer over like a bowl of water, olive oil, and they do the sign of the cross over this bowl. Is it holy well water or just regular water? I think it's just regular water. I'm not sure if it's tap or sparkling, but... Um, <laughs> Frizzante. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, that someone does the prayer and they get rid of the evil eye curse for you. Wow. Now... I'm not too sure who can do the prayer. I've read conflicting conflicting information about this. Mm-hmm. Some say that it can only be passed down through the mit- maternal line. Okay. So mother Like the can curse or the person who can The person who can um do the prayer and get rid of it. Okay. Um the soothsayer. I don't know what means but <laughs> okay if William you will Shakespeare indulge me in that word um <laughs> so a mother will pass it down to her daughter and she can do it okay apparently only women can get rid of it but when I had it allegedly <laughs> it was a man that did the prayer and got rid of it what 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 well slow down here whoa girl you had the evil eye yeah, you allegedly cursed? in 2017. What? <laughs> that was. Re- I thought this. I thought you were going to say in 1993. No. 2017. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, like, see, I don't believe in it, but my sister does. And um, it was late 2017 or early 2018. I don't know. Um, it was shortly after I'd won a comedy prize. Yes. Comedy award, which is a coincidence. But my sister's like, Oh, you're so clumsy. I, I was having I'm I'm generally clumsy. Like the symptoms of the evil eye general generally pertain to my lifestyle. You know, pain, <laughs> headaches, unluckiness, clumsiness. Um, not unluckiness, I'm a lucky person, but clumsy, etc. Mm-hmm. I was having a lot of headaches, I was clumsy, whatever. And she's like, Oh, I reckon you've got the evil eye. And Whoa. because it comes from envy and I'd, you know, won a comedy award and she's like, oh, with lots of people congratulating you. I'm like, yeah, of course. And she's like, mm, someone was saying it falsely because that's wow. how you can put the curse on someone. If mm-hmm. you give them a false compliment, you're envious wow. of them, right? Anyway, she has a friend in Sydney who she said he does the prayer for the evil eye. He can get rid of it. So she called him and she told him the situation. And um, he performed the prayer. And apparently when you're performing the the ritual, if you yawn a lot, it means that the person has it. And he was yawning a lot. And he said that he had to do the prayer um, a few times before it got warded off from me. Wow. So, and what do you do when the prayer is happening? 
Well, I didn't know. It, it's happening Do you have to outside slap yourself of, with no, a belt no, no. over your over it, your it's shoulder. Totally, it's totally independent of me. Like she oh, called okay. him. So she did could, the call. Okay. He, you know, uh, he yawned. Yeah, was thinking about me. Was thinking about the situation. He did it, and then, then I was cured. And yeah, modern medicine. You gotta love it. Um, <laughs> How is your clumsiness now? How are your headaches? Oh, I'm still very clumsy and headachey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, yeah, it was just, it was, um, yeah, it was a interesting experience that they, yeah, they both kind Who of. Who do you really think helped. put this curse on you? Um, I can't say, <laughs> but I literally, honestly think I have a specific person in mind because they got in my head my about balls? it. Seriously, no, do you actually think? I, got, I oh. have a specific person in mind that I'm like, they were being false to me. Wow. When they were like, congratulations and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Okay, two things. Like, one, they were I'm really disappointed in jealous. you. Wow. Okay, one, I was definitely, I'm just definitely disappointed that you've only just told me this now because, like, yeah. Well, I was around in 2017. I can't believe that I was unaware of this. And two, I'm amazed that you truly like that there's someone there that you can be like, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. But, you know, I don't believe in it or whatever. (laughs) Okay, honey. You've already (laughs) pinpointed who you think has done it, but you don't believe in it. It's so weird. I don't believe in it, but hey. Like, there reminds me um, the science is there you know it's right in oh front my of my God. eyes <laughs> i love that Ange, your sister um mm. is a strong believer um oh, she is so one of the first things i remember specifically about meeting you and becoming friends with you and and joking about our italian heritage together is you one day telling me this story about the malocchio the evil eye and it always stuck with me and it always made me really like I always thought it was hilarious and I loved that we had this connection, but I was also like, oh, holy shit, she's so... <laughs> really? <laughs> she's so much woggier than I am. Oh, right. Okay, yeah, Because yeah, you had yeah. this great evil um, eye story. So I, um, a couple of cousins from Italy were here and I gave them a lift to someone who was related to them, maybe a great aunt, something like that. I drove them to her house. And um, lovely woman. I'm not sure if I'm related to her in some way. I may be. <laughs> but um, I commented on her cat because she had this beautiful ginger cat and it was very plump and it was sitting on the couch. And I'm like, oh, what a beautiful, you know, beautiful big cat. And she said, well, let me tell you about this cat. <laughs> Last year. It was skinny. It was so skinny. It wasn't eating anything and it had just gone so skinny and we went to the vet and the vet didn't know what was wrong and then she's like, oh, I called family in Italy and I was telling them about the cat and then she said to me, you know what the malocchio is? And I'm like... Oh my fucking god! She's going to tell me that this cat had the evil eye. <laughs> this is amazing. Oh my fucking god! Oh my fucking god! <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! The um, malocchio. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm woggy than you. 
<laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, and, yeah, she said a family in Italy was like, that cat has got the malocchial and then they did the prayer and then it still wasn't right and it took about three phone calls to Italy and three, you know, rituals for the cat to be rid of the evil eye and then it started Fuck. eating and then it became this beautiful, plump, gorgeous cat that I saw sitting on the couch. Was it an old cat? Um, yeah, it didn't look like, like did it live? New. Did it live another 100 years? I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure about the cat's status now. Oh, my god! If it got the evil eye again. But, <laughs> yeah, cats can get the evil eye. Although when I asked my nonna, I said, uh, nonna, do you think that cats can get the malocchio? She said, lugat ma. (laughs) (laughs) So she doesn't believe that cats can get it. But from what I've read, animals definitely can and um, even plants or objects. (laughs) Well, that makes sense why all the plants in my house are dying. They've all got the malocchio. Yeah. There you go. It's not me being a bad plant, Mama. It's, I'm. It, they're just cursed. But Maybe yeah. I touched them when I was on my period, and I accidentally cursed. Yes, them. yes. Or you didn't water uh, them. Yeah, like with this cat. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't getting the proper oh <laughs> food God. or something it needed. Do you? Did you? Did she say anything about where she the molecule came from? Like no. with the cat, did she say anything? Did she have any suspicions? She didn't. And, you know, that is a very good question because I would mm. like to know who gives uh, the evil eye to a cat. Who is cursing a cat? Well, you know, you can go to jail for, like, throwing bait over. You know, have you heard, like, about poisoned bait? Like, people ah, trying to, like, kill other animals? Yes. So, you know, obviously, because you're Either killing that. an animal, that's awful. Yeah, but I wouldn't say that's envious. I would say that's, yeah, deliberately but, trying to kill the cat. But maybe they're show dogs. Well, maybe it didn't come from another human. Maybe it came from <gasps> another jealous another cat. cat. Oh my god! Yes. It was envious of all the love and attention, or maybe like all the mice it was catching. Yeah, purry little puss on the street getting all the attention. I'm not sure where it Do, came don't from. Don't you like that phrase, purry little puss? <laughs> <laughs> I love the alliteration. Um, <laughs> I. I, I just really loved that story. And that's amazing. while it was yeah, it's happening, amazing. I was like, ah, this is incredible. But, um, yeah, I think there was probably maybe the cat was dehydrated or something and the vet gave them. <laughs> now, I love it. I love the idea that it was real because also I love the image of you be like of her saying to you, do you know the monocular? The and then in my mind, it's like you—you yeah. you pull a bag of popcorn out, you sit back, <laughs> you're bloody ready. You like you want to take that on. Italians also try to ward off the evil eye by keeping amulets with them, mm-hmm. so which are very beautiful and aesthetically pleasing, yeah, which is very convenient. beautiful. Um, yeah, one's the corno; it's like a um, a horn. People mm. often keep it on their keys, or they have like. Um, I've got a gold, um, a gold um, corno that really? was given to me by my nonno sister, my great aunt. Nice. When I went to Italy, she gave me this necklace that has the corno amulet, mm. which is a horn, and it also has the amulet of the um, the 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 metal horns, like that you do with your hand. Oh. You know what I'm talking about. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, they've yeah. got two. There's the um, the cordon. It looks like it looks like a bit of a chili pepper. Yeah, it's very cute. And then the other one is the symbol that you do with your hands, which looks like the heavy metal symbol. Like yes. Middle it's two like, fingers you know, like, down, yeah, mm-hmm. pinky. Like if you were going to tame a ball, you know. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've got both of those in like like as um, charms on a necklace nice. that she gave That's me. That's very pretty. And I'm like, oh, wow, this warding off bad luck. I didn't look at them that, that closely when she gave them to me and then I was like, oh, holy moly, she gave me two amulets to, um, yeah, to ward off mm. the evil eye. But they're very, they're very the, the popular objects. Yeah, they're very touristy. They're very cute. I I really like them. It also kind of reminds me of, I remember friends of mine having a St. Christopher when they would go traveling. You know, you would get a little, um, get a little like pendant or a necklace that has a little picture Uh, of St. Christopher because he's the saint of travel. Right. You know, the patron saint of, yeah, pilgrimage or travel or whatever it is. So like if you were going overseas, you would get a little St. Christopher. That's very mm. nice. Um, other other cultures, I, I know that for Greeks the and Turkish, the actual eye symbol is more common to see. You know, the mm. blue eye. Um, yeah. yeah, that's beautiful. Um, Hanging doorways, they're really nice. We've got one in the house actually. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, they're really pretty. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, it's interesting. It is a it is a um a superstition or a belief that uh goes across many countries and from what mm. I've read that the original um the first you know, the first known um documentation of this eye symbol, evil eye, anything like that is Egyptian. Yes, you know, yeah. We've seen in ancient Egypt the 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 eye the eye carved out and um eye symbols and idols and mm. um that made its way to many um European countries, um Middle Eastern well, countries. Well, Egypt's at the right part of Africa for that kind of culture to easily mm. travel up to Italy. It's not very far. Mm. Mm. It's very cool. But also like to be honest with you, I'm a clumsy person. You know, <laughs> I kind of love the idea that actually people are just fucking jealous of me and that's why oh, I drop everything I hold. And that's like why I'm always getting caught on do- the doorknobs in my new house. I think I'm mag- – I, it's like magnetised. Like I am drawn I to these doorknobs. All the t- – like I swear to God this is not an exaggeration once a day. Do I get want, hooked on a doorknob. Would you like me to do the prayer for you? Please, would you? I, this is all I've ever wanted. I think I need it because this jealousy—it's—it's it's riddling my life. Like I, too many, too many cups of tea spilt. You know, too many outfits ripped from a doorknob in this house. Literally. Um. Did you ever hear about mixing oil and uh, water growing up to get rid of the evil eye? No, I, I told you we didn't believe oh, you in didn't it. Know I, I, you're making me believe it now as an adult, but as a child, it was not a thing in my life. You should believe it. So, another way to, I guess, the way to tell whether you've got the evil eye for sure, or if you're just clumsy, um, is that they mix oil and water. And so there's various ways of doing it, I guess. But you get a bowl of water and. Um, 
the whoever's testing. <laughs> testing. I love how I'm using such scientific terms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whoever is conducting the research, uh, the old non doing it, um, she'll get the oil and put drops into the water and depending on how it separates and how it mixes with the water, it will tell you whether you've got the evil ah, eye or not. Yeah. Okay. So it's based That's on a um, chemical reaction. Yeah. <laughs> Scientific. It's science, babe. What about um? Isn't it's very it's very Greek to do the to spit? That's for the evil eye, right? Oh, perhaps. Is that something you saw in my big fat Greek wedding? And also I have Greek friends. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. I, re- I remember I, uh, one of our family friends' mothers doing it, you know, the little spits. Actually, my ex-boyfriend was Greek too and he used to always joke about it. Right. So quickly we're just going to ask about the evil eye. Our beautiful producer Andre is Greek and he's also on the line with us currently. We need to ask you a good question, our good Greek boy. The Go for t- it. T- 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 what's what's the deal? Well, so with my grandmother on my Greek side, um, it was always two spits and then the word. Sorry, t- 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 I'll try and do it. It's two two skorda, and the skorda meant garlic, <laughs> which was to ward off again to ward off evil, evil spirits. So it was the whole the op do the vampires? opposite of what you want for oh. someone. Yes. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe, yeah, because that's you know vampires are huge in oh, Greek culture. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Andre, our, our Greek expert. Yes. <laughs> no, Thanks but for that, that's a good point because um, from what I read, it was like, oh, no problems. <laughs> um, it's uh, you, for Italians, you do the opposite of what you want to happen. So mm. you don't say good luck, yeah, you don't same. do all these things, you, you, I don't know. You do the opposite of what you want to happen. So you spit on your kids. M- my a good friend of mine, um, her husband is Greek and I remember when her first daughter was very young and I think she was crying or, I don't know, doing something and um, the neighbour across the road from her mother-in-law is also another Greek lady. She She's a very um, uh, big practitioner of the evil eye. <laughs> Wow. And yeah, she she found out that the, the the baby did have the evil eye. She um mm-hmm. yeah, and and like watered it off and all that kind of thing. And at that point, Good. I was like, "What? Someone's giving the evil eye to a baby? What's going on?" Mm-hmm. Maybe the other baby was envious. You know, maybe it was a kid was envious. Yeah, you know, well, did have a sibling? I've read that people sometimes Italian people like avoid um you know complimenting babies. And that sort of thing. Wow. Because of, yeah. That's weird. Yeah. That's cool. Superstitions, uh, they're kind of bizarre to us, but uh, when you read about them and see about the history and rationale from ancient Mm. times, you can see how they came about. Um, yeah, definitely. They didn't have the scientific research that we had. No, you know? no, no, of course. There were so many unexplained things and so yeah. many jealous people like there are now. But <laughs> 100%. I, I get that. Yeah. All right. Well, um, the superstitions are kind of endless, aren't they? But 
I feel like always, always know, shocking, but yeah, relatable. Yeah. You can only <laughs> you can only mention so much. Uh, so we're going to end the episode there. We hope you have enjoyed it, and we wish you oh, and don't I don't wish anyone good luck. I will say in bocca lupo to you all. Yeah. And um, if anyone's feeling extra clumsy, uh, anyone's got pains, please, please contact us. We will get you in contact with someone who can check your oils, confirm yep. that you got the molecule, and then you know we'll we'll get can you sorted pray it out. Away. Definitely, definitely. definitely. It's, um, it's a crazy you, time. We don't want it to be any crazier. No, get your lentils ready for New Year's Eve. Um, <laughs> don't touch your crotch anymore because that is not allowed. You're a creep. <laughs> but, um, yeah, wishing you all uh, no, the I very best. Yeah, the very best. The very best. <laughs> I'm trying not to and say. stay safe. I'm trying not to say the thing that I can't be named. That can't be named. <laughs> but I've already said in Boca Lupo. I'll say it once again. Thank you so much for listening. Um, thank you, Mel, for joining me. Ah, thank you, Sonia, for that beautiful research. Um, well, you know, research. Mom, what the hell? What's all this? <laughs> what do you think about the molecule? Like, can cats get it? What? I don't know. But anyway, it, it was science. super fun. It was super it fun. Science. Yeah. If you want to see more from us, we are on Facebook. We post about, yeah, all, all kinds of uh, little tidbits. If you'd like to support us, we are on Patreon. Who the bloody hell are we? For uh, a few dollars a month, you can get a bonus episode. You'll get a shout out on the show and you'll get our fortnightly newsletter, including recipes, behind the scenes, info, and some great resources. Any uh, support is much appreciated. It will help this podcast continue to grow and, um, yeah, help keep us getting great guests and more fascinating conversations. Yeah, so thanks for listening. If you are enjoying the podcast, please leave us a kind review, rate us, share us with your friends who you think would also enjoy it. Um, Unless they gave you the molecule and yes. then cut them no off. You don't envious, need that in your life. No envious people allowed. Um, <laughs> thanks once again for listening. Goodbye. Ciao. Thanks for listening to Who the Bloody Hell Are We? If you like what you're hearing, subscribe, rate and review us on your podcast app of choice. Audio production and original music is by Andre Christodoulou. Search for us on Facebook for more information about our guests, fun content, and to keep the conversation going. Hold up.